Welcome back, everybody, to This Is My Bourbon Podcast. I'm your host, Perry. And just like he always is, the Whiskey Mutant himself is here with me, Eric Smith. I got a stain on my shirt. You do. You just wanted to go ahead and get it out of the way. Yeah, it's there. You're watching, <laughs> and you're like, why does he got a stain? It just happened a little bit ago. And you know what? I didn't want to delay recording. I didn't want to get us off track. So I'm just powering through, it's even n- though I know I have a little stain there. Perry wanted me to put a little button on there. <laughs> You're just you're just going through the whole schmear. We didn't have a button, and it's in a very weird spot for a button. So, what if I pulled out just like a like you know like a lion sticker you would get at the doctor? I wish. <laughs> I probably got a sticker somewhere. Probably the cats here. Cats here. Minnie's joined us. Jeez. <coughs> oh, the weather sucks in Kentucky. We both sound like we're dying, hacking up lungs. Trust us when we say, Mother Nature. Hates us. <laughs> That's a good visual gag for anybody watching the YouTube version. Yeah. Um. Hi. Hi. Hello, everybody. Uh, it's good to be here. Good to be back for another week. Hope you've had a fantastic seven days. Uh, January is finally over. It, January lasted four months. It really felt like it did. Uh, the groundhog did not see his shadow. Early spring. Spring's coming. Everybody get ready for it. Um, I feel like I've done this podcast before. I'm the Whiskey Mutant. Anyway. <laughs> Welcome to This Is My Bourbon Podcast. What if that stupid little little guy, what's his name? Punxsutawney Phil. What if he lied? How would we know? If we don't have an early spring. Oh, well, I mean, it's possible. It's his fault. Yeah, look. If you want to blame anybody, blame the clairvoyant groundhog. Yeah. <laughs> who gives it? Who 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 has a name like that anyway? Oh goodness. Uh well, thank you for being here, of course. If you want to support the show as well, uh, you can head to patreon.com slash my bourbon podcast for as little as one buck a month. You can support the show for as little as five dollars a month. There's bonus content that comes out every single week, a bonus episode on Mondays, and the pregame chats that come out before the uncut version of this podcast. Uh, that all goes over there on the Patreon. I got this Great time. He got a stain. We'll talk about that and what we've been drinking recently uh, in just a few minutes. But before we get to that, we're kicking things off this week with Flying Blind. A lot of Flying Blinds. We both have Flying Blinds for each other. Do you want to go first, or do you want me to go first? One round. All right. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. <laughs> Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Boom. <laughs> so wait, does that mean you go first, or I go first? I pick. You okay. go first. <laughs> All right. Well, turn your head and cough or whatever. <laughs> Whoa. Sorry. Um... This is a big episode today. We got a lot of stuff that we're doing. Uh, big old, big old tater pod. Tater pod this week. Tater pod. Which I, I, I was talking to Eric in preparation, and I couldn't believe that we have never reviewed Eagle Rare on the podcast before. It's been mentioned a lot. Yeah. Don't look yet because I forgot to pour for myself. <laughs> All right, you can look down. Right. Left to right. Left to right. A to B, one to two. What if I went right to left? 
just play. Uh, I mean, I don't care. You can do whatever you want. <laughs> that smells good. Yeah. These are two bottles that I love, but I have not picked up in a while. That smells dark. It smells like it smells like brown sugar and jelly. Like brown, oh, like it'd be okay. like a biscuit jelly type yeah. thing. Yeah, like that. Smells good. Cheers. Cheers indeed. Mm. Oh, it's funky. It's got a weird finish. I've been getting a lot of weird finishes lately. Yeah, Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch. I like the way it smells better than it tastes. I will say. I think so too. Not very high proof. Hundred or less. Maybe. We'll see. <laughs> I didn't even show the bottles to the oh, camera, they so know? they don't even know. No. I always go. <laughs> do stuff on the camera. Okay. Smelling of the second one. These are from the same family, aren't they? Yes. Okay. Very similar on the nose. Yes. Very similar on the nose. I will say brown sugar. This one smells a little bit more rhubarb -y. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Mm. Okay, I like that one a lot. Oh. Ah. Once again... Hundred proof or less. Um. Ooh, it's got it's got like a almost like a grape blow pop finish. Nothing funky. Very candy like. Very candy sucker grape sucker candy. I like that a lot. Same distillery, I think. Both of them seem to be about the same proof. Hundred or less. I don't know if this is like a Heaven Hill bottled in bond situation, but B way better than A. I could I could kill B yeah. in like no time. Oh B B is extremely drinkable. Um I will say I cracked these on my live stream last night and it was flipped for me. Uh, I preferred A over B. But they've both had basically the same amount of time to open up, uh, which is, you know, 12-ish hours. Yeah. 16. Long enough. Whatever. Uh, a is a oh, Camp, Camp Nelson E. Damn, I was off by one point. <laughs> of course. Wild Turkey proof. Kentucky Spirit pick okay. from Liquor Barn. All right. All right. And B... Is a Camp Nelson B, ten-year-old Russell's Reserve pick, of course. Both from Liquor Bar. Off by ten on. They do not drink. No, this, this one did not drink under ten proof. This is good. It's stupid good. This is real good. I and actually see one that's ten years old yeah. these days. Mm -hmm. Good pickup. I, uh, I I just <clears throat> was trying to figure out what to do my for my live stream. Um. I didn't have a, a good like foundation or idea for it. Um, so I was just kind of like going into Liquor Barn to see what I could figure they out. Don't, they don't drink real turkey luck. No, they really don't. They really don't. Especially as 
like you know those super weird funky camp nelson barrels that were out in you know 2019 2020 yeah um they're they're very very much their own thing um and wow. you know i haven't i haven't bought a russell single barrel in 84 years well over probably yeah well over a year and <clears throat> i just you know i picked it up saw on the back it was 10 years old and it was a camp nelson b and i don't think i've had camp 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 camp, camp nelson sean camp um camp nelson b before so i was like i'm going to take a gamble on it um they're $93 now in in Kentucky at the very least. It's crazy. It is crazy, but you know what? It's really drinkable. Yeah. Um I like it a lot. And you know, I figured I'd put my money where my mouth is. Yeah. Too. So, On the glass, drinking yeah. it. Yeah. Where else would you put your money where your mouth is when it comes to bourbon? My wallet? You put your mouth on your wallet? That's where my money is. Oh, it certainly makes sense. All right. I just kiss it. I just go, I loved you. You're, you you're my favorite. I'm going to mix them. I'm going to try that, too. I don't think I've done that yet. This is a this is a weird It's one. so funky, dude. The Kentucky Spirit. But I like it for, for it being so strange. Yes, I do like the, the Russells better because it is more just bourbon approachable, but... It's like if you want just a weird wild turkey, this particular Kentucky spirit. Weird wild turkey. Yeah. Um, finish is still weird on the blend. I think there's something on that Kentucky spirit that just the finish is just weird. All right, you got you got something for me. Yes, I have a blind from our friend and listener of the show and Patreon member Mike Green. Mm-hmm. Um, saw him the other day and he gave me these he's a good dude yes uh, he put them in a great package he gave me this little koozie of a package sex drugs and biscuits and gravy yeah so there you go that's if you know Mike Green that's what he's all about a koozie of a package yeah um, so. that's that's on his business card so at first I thought they weren't labeled and I was like Mike how the hell are we supposed to tell the difference <laughs> then I saw that they've got these little Oh, okay. Yeah, you barely gotcha. see that. So. Yeah, yeah. Either way, that's like Matt Madness samples. Yeah. Um, I texted him earlier and said, "Send me the key in Instagram messages." So I've not looked. I don't know. So this is a double blind for us. Oh, all right. No idea what these are. I'm very excited about this. All right, Mike Green. <clears throat> Flying blind. Here we go. What if it's the same thing? It's, just, it's wild turkey and <laughs> It's these exact same picks. Sample A. What is that, Mike? Young and high proof. It 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 does have a it does have a similar like rhubarb nose. Yeah. Man, I'm a, what's going on? I'm a rude bar 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 barb. Um. Don't yeah. Let the, it, it's don't let very... the barbs come after you, man. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> yeah. High. They've proof, had a week. A high proof nose <laughs> and rhubarby. Maybe finished. Interesting. Ooh. Very different than what we Whoa. just had. Hmm. 
I'm getting a lot. I, it, it's just like blueberry pie for me. I get, I get the pie, kind of a burnt pie crust. Yeah. I don't. I can't tell if this is finished or not. It's giving I me. I think a, it is. Uh, it's giving me a finished vibe. I think it's. I think it's dry enough that like, I would be leaning towards finished. Like maybe a wine finished or something like that. Maybe. I don't know. I, I got I a Pinot the, Noir. I definitely get the pie crust. I don't know what. There's something else I'm getting out. I can't tell. It smells like rhubarb on the nose. Yeah. All right, B. Now that smells more like straight up pie crust. It smells like fresh dough. Maybe it's went into the oven for a little bit, but it's like smelling like a, a dough being baked. Kind of smells. I think I think this is a rye. Think this is a rye? If it's not a rye, it's a high rye bourbon. I can see that. All right. It's oh, almost, it's almost like I'm sticking with a rye. A mild, a very comforting rye. Yeah. Yeah. Doesn't smell or taste as high proof as the first one. Uh uh-uh. uh. And it feels more approachable than the first one. I also think it's a little bit older. Okay. I I think this is a I think the first one is closer to like four to five years. I think this B is more like six to eight. Yeah. Like not super old or much older than, I just, than yeah, A. I feel like B is more of a rounder version of the first one. Kinda, yeah. Um if they're not finished, the first one definitely uses the finish to hide the flaws. Yeah. Um Man, I like the I like B a lot. You know, you know what else too. There, there's something about these that feel very familial. I, I, I can't quite pinpoint what it is, but it's almost like B is the unfinished version of A. Oh, you know what I'm saying? I can see that. Like it's kind of got that vibe going on. I can see that. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. Let's find out what this is. Go to my Instagram, which I have not opened since we started recording. Here we go. Mike Green sent a photo. Jared sent some messages too. How did he know we were talking about him? <laughs> Interesting. How did we do? Bad? Well. This is an interesting blind here. So I don't I don't know how we did. So neither are finished. Okay. One is sourced. Okay. One is not. Okay. Both are I can't tell what the proof on that is. Both are very high proof. Oh, I bet you I know what this is. What? Is this because I think he posted this on um, Bluegrass Barrel Pickers. Is this a um, Nulu and a 1792 foolproof? It is. Same yeah. Ones. Yeah, that's exactly what I thought it was. Mike, you going to send me a blind that you posted already? These are both Barton. 
I mean, of course, the 1792 is, but the, you know, what's so funny so, about so this? About, has Barton barrels. Barton is uh, is going into, and actually, I've got the sister bottle to that uh, that Nulu. This is another Barton. You and Mike Green got something going on. We're in the same group. What else? Nothing. I can, t- yeah, whatever. I can see it <laughs> on your face. But what's, Interesting. what's funny about that, though, so I had to go pick up a bottle, not this bottle, but I wound up getting this as well um, from our buddy Jade Haddix. And I want a, I want a, uh, a Weller 12 for $26. Where's that at? In my car. Okay. Do you want me to go get it? Or? No, I've got one over there. For okay. you. Fine. Uh, <coughs> so this was the <coughs> the the newer Nulu pick between the two. This is like barrel two. Okay. Um, and he gave me a sample of that one. Of that one. Interesting. Yeah. So it's crazy that it's a small world. If <laughs> if, if we had done that during the the like Patreon content, we would have immediately know, known what was going on. Interesting. I didn't know that Nulu had Barton. Barrels. They do. Yeah, that's um. You you remember the Wagyu Lu that mm. I brought? That's Barton as well, I believe. Gotcha. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I think that's where all of their Kentucky barrels are coming from at the moment. Um, but it's crazy how different these are for coming from the same distillery. And how much better the Nulu is. I'm just going to say it. <laughs> I'm just going to say it. I think the Nulu is better than the foolproof. I think I like the 1792 more. The B? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, A, uh, the Nulu smells finished. It smells finished. Well, it's not. I know it's not. Here's a little impromptu uh, Pop Chicka Wow Wow. I won't play the whole theme music. Because it's way too long. Are we Maybe I'll play a little snippet. Right now? Why wouldn't? Why not? We're gonna do. We're gonna go through Pop Chicka Wawa right now. No. Okay. I just mean like. I could say a lot about Nulu. <laughs> yeah, that's about that's. That's about right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I will say though, the, of of the three Kentucky barrels that I've had from Nulu. I've loved them all. I think they have all been hitters. So I just cracked the uh, this second Barton barrel from uh, our friends over at Bluegrass Barrel Pickers. It smells like pepper. Peppercorn. Ooh. It's very savory. Pepper. It's like a, uh, a dry rub. Ooh, that finish is strong. Oh! That is a spicy, peppery fish. 131 proof. Holy, what? How much is the other one? Uh, I don't I don't know. I couldn't tell on the picture. Let me see if I can. He took it with like an iPhone 4. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> he can't even see. 133.6. 133? How did you even see that? It looks like a Nintendo 64. <laughs> How are these? These do not taste that high proof. They really don't. 
they really don't like, taste that much like Barton know. either. No. They're very, very non-traditional Barton. Yeah. They're peppery. They're weird. They're funky. I mean, I guess if you're... I mean, okay, I'm not saying this as like a negative thing, but I guess if you were going to source or give up barrels... um. You would probably give up the ones that are not as profiled that you. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, so definitely you know, they're not. You know, banana. You know, a little peanut stuff like that. I cannot believe the proof on these things, though. That's crazy. Oh, they're all so different. Oh, I did a little blend of the two. Also, I, I mean, I was fairly spot on with the um, the first new Lou. I mean, it you know it it is five years old. Yeah, you and said high a, proof, a younger high proof. Yeah, smell, it, smell of that. Ooh, I like that. Yeah. This My Bourbon Podcast is brought to you by Monkey Cult Coffee Company. Damn, this is good. Eric, I got to tell you, I have been wanting uh, to be sponsored by a coffee company for basically the entire time that the podcast has been around. And when the opportunity came around to be sponsored by Monkey Cult, I jumped right the heck on it, man. Well, you introduced me to this. And first off, the packaging friggin' amazing. Looks mm-hmm. awesome. This looks like a very whiskey mutant type style. Oh, 100%. And then you uh, made me some and I've, I'm very impressed. Now, and one of the things that you and I talked about before we agreed to the sponsorship as well is are we flavored coffee people? And the answer is no. Not, not really. No, not really. Uh, but there is a really nice balance between the actual coffee flavor of Monkey Cult and their flavored coffees. We are particularly drinking on right now the bourbon chocolate chip that's, flavored that, coffee. That's us. Bourbon chocolate chip? 100% I of mean, the way. all day. And like I was saying earlier, like this does not taste artificial. Like that's no. what I hate about the flavored mm-hmm. coffees that we've had before they taste fake mm-hmm. and this is just like a hint of bourbon hint of chocolate chip and you still get like that coffee taste that you just need to like get you going like I, this is great yes monkey cold is also uh locally owned and sourced they use 100 percent arabica beans from around mm, the world great layer like yet subtle flavor profile profiles excuse me for coffee drinkers and caffeine addicts Everywhere, there are a bunch of different flavors that they have. Like we said, bourbon chocolate chip, toasted coconut rum, and golden honey agave. They also have some other products, too, that they sell. I'm already on their Instagram right now thinking of what I want. (laughs) Send me some more stuff. And if you, yourself, dear listener or viewer of this My Bourbon Podcast, would like to check out the cult itself, you can head to monkeycultcoffee.com and at checkout, use the code MYBOURBONPOD10. That is my bourbon pod 10 for 10% off your order. Once again, my bourbon pod 10, you're getting great coffee. You're supporting a wonderful business and you're supporting your boys at this, my bourbon podcast. And also, uh, the cult gives back. They support national pediatric cancer foundation. Uh, if you want to learn more about that, uh, you can head to nationalpcf.org. but we say thank you so much to Matt and the gang over at monkey cult coffee co for supporting the show. Thank you for checking out Monkey Cult. And when you 
when when you buy their coffee, you can join, join the, the cult. cult. Woo! Man, <laughs> we had to we, we had to take a little active break there for a second too cuz like you said the listeners are trying to kill us right yeah, now. Yeah, apparently. Um we uh we we talked last week on Patreon about uh Popeye's chicken nuggets. That's the only thing I've been able to think about since then. So, uh I had a little DoorDash delivery They're and that uh, was it was very good. It was a good little uh, you know, break in between all of the cast strength whiskey that we started out this episode with as well. Unplanned. Yeah. Unplanned. Yeah. But here we are. What have you been drinking recently? <laughs> we haven't even gotten there yet. Oh my god. We're, st- <laughs> we're just on this part of the yeah, episode? Yeah, it's a, we still got a little while. What have I been drinking? Um, I could have even switched over the mic stand. Oh, we could have. Oh well, we'll do it next week. <laughs> next week. Um, so... Let's see. What have I had? I went to Banners. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I just Dox cut, me again. I just cut. I just cut something out. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, sorry. Here we go. All the random people showing up at my house. Sorry. No, I had the Banners. Um, I did a little Banners flight the other day. Um, had their foolproof pick. Had Weller foolproof. Uh, Weller foolproof. They're seventeen ninety two foolproof. Oh, and then um, one of the uh, what was the newest one? What was the other one in there? I can't remember. I don't know. Either way, it was a full banners pick, and I have I have all the banners picks almost. Yeah, but it's just my favorite local hometown place. Oh, and we went to OBC where I saw Mossick. Yeah, I forgot about that. That's crazy. <laughs> um, it was right after, uh, when did we go? It was a few days after you had recorded with Mossick. He was coming in there, and he had a had a bag full of stuff with some people he was uh, doing a tasting for, which I think he's the only person that could just walk into OBC with a bag. And We've been there before when he has been there with a bag. Yeah. And we have, uh, he's, he has pulled bottles out for us to try Yeah, in full view of the wait staff. Yeah. No, I think part of them were trying them. Uh, I'm sure they were either way. Uh, me and ape had some cocktails, which they still have the anti-hero cocktails going on. Mm -hmm. So I had the black pearl, which is the rum and bourbon or rum and rye old fashioned. Oh man. I got two of them, and I felt so good. <laughs> <laughs> and I fell asleep immediately. Uh, and I f- slept good that night. Uh, but Banners, OBC, two must-stop places if you're in Lexington. Uh, well, this past weekend was uh, my lovely wife Lucy's birthday. Happy birthday, Lucy! She turned 31. Uh, we went to Shaker Village in Harrodsburg, Kentucky. Uh, the night at that we recorded yeah. last, yeah, um, not a huge bourbon selection there, but I didn't. I haven't had uh, a bottle near me of uh, Knob Creek Small Batch in a while, so had some of that and got their uh, their hot brown, which was fantastic. Lucy got. Uh, their pot roast, which was better than the hot brown. <laughs> <clears throat> That's a good thing when you go on a dinner date. 
with your significant other? Yeah. You share. Hopefully exactly. she shares. I mean, she it, did. It was her birthday, so she, she did. did. She did she share. didn't have to. No. Okay. Um I brought a I brought a bag and I just wound up never getting into it too. Yeah. I was like I had enough during the day. Yeah. And then I had a couple drinks at dinner and I was like, yeah, this is fine. Um but then we went to uh my my we went to her mom's on Saturday for their their birthday. Her mom's birthday, I don't think I've ever said this. Uh is 2 days before Lucy's birthday. Oh. Um so they had a little joint birthday party together at their house um at at Holly's house. I didn't really get into anything crazy. I had like a Knob Creek single barrel. But then Sunday, uh we went to my parents' house for Lucy's birthday dinner. We have a lot of birthday Listen, dinners together. Between holidays and birthdays, you all go all out. Yeah, we really we do. Multiple times, multiple really parties, do. multiple dinners. I'm jealous. Now, <laughs> oh, gosh. we also got OBC. We did take out. Yeah, know, we just hung out. Eden's not exactly the easiest kid to take to. I mean, she's three. She needs to get a job. Well, I told her this the other day when I saw her. I said, "Get a job. Thank You're you. causing your parents a lot of like financial stress." Yes, I tell my kids the same thing. My daughter's 15 now, no job, so I don't know what's happening. Well, I guess it never works. But yeah, I didn't three, have a job until I was 18. Well, I mean, I had one when I was 17, but you know, I think at three years old you should have a job. Fair. Oh yeah. well, yeah, that's fair. I mean, who else is gonna like use? Super nimble, teeny tiny fingers for, you yeah. know, complex electrical wiring. Coal mines. There's some places oh, you can get to. Yeah. yeah. We've actually been growing her nails out really long, too. So that. That's smart. She, yeah. She's a good digger. Yeah. Uh, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so we got takeout from OBC. Okay. Uh, I got the uh, the Wagyu beef burger. Oh, and I paired it uh-huh. with the Wagyu Lou, uh-huh. the Nulu pick. Yeah, speaking of Nulu, we've been talk- drinking, talking about that. Holy crap! Really? <laughs> it was an incredible pairing. There's it. It's just that it. You know that that particular pick is so savory on its own, but not so much that it's going to overpower anything else that you have that's yeah. savory. It's just, it's a very nice balance uh, between the two. And uh, Lucy didn't want, because she knew she was going to have plenty of cake <laughs> throughout the rest of the weekend. Um, so she said she wanted insomnia cookies. And so I got the salted caramel cookie from insomnia. And I paired that with the Elijah Craig Barrel Proof A124. You're just a big pear bear right now? Yeah, apparently. Yeah. How'd it go? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> If I had thought about it, I would have brought it over and we would have done the rest of that pairing together. But I mean, that was I'm dumb. That was like a week ago. Yeah, but I haven't finished the cookie. It was a big cookie. How long are you keeping cookies? A few days. A few days. What? (laughs) You ain't finishing off cookies in a day or two. Oh, I forgot about it. I don't eat sweets the way you do. If I'm hungry for snacking, I'm going to get something salty. Five-day five cookie? It's in a Ziploc. Five-day cookie. Oh, my gosh. 
We're gonna have to. We're gonna talk about this later. Okay, fine. Well, maybe soon we'll do a little insomnia cookie bourbon pairing. We'll pair one that's fresh and one that's twelve days old. We're not gonna do that. <laughs> maybe we will. We're not. <laughs> we're gonna change the way you do things. <laughs> I'm happy that you're <laughs> I'm happy the way I am. I like eating 12-day-old cookies. You <laughs> <laughs> little trash panda. You <laughs> little trash bear. <laughs> trash I, trash I bear I bear. Mean, you're the, <laughs> I'm just the weird just one. You're garbage can now. <laughs> uh, otherwise, I don't really have anything to report. Um, I went back to the 1792 foolproof that we did for uh, uh, Pop Chick Wow Wow last week. Um, it's opened up really nicely, actually drinks like a 1792 foolproof now, uh, which is, I mean, thank God. Do you think that people should put like a warning label that says we'll taste better in one week? Uh, (laughs) I can't. Do you think when somebody picks something and then bottles it, they should, they should try it and then say, Hey, in about a week, does it taste better? Do you ever think we're going to have the technology to move the earth? (laughs) One day. <laughs> that was my favorite thing for like a weekend yeah. <laughs> during the holidays. <laughs> and it started it started that night that you and April came over and we were just chatting and I brought that up. And Lucy just looked at me and was like, what is wrong with you? <laughs> and then I, I kept bringing it up <clears throat> that weekend. Yeah, and everyone kept going, what is he talking about? <laughs> I said, just go with it. it just like, we eventually, surely, we're going to have the technology to move the planet a little bit. Yeah, just a tad. Yeah. Fix the fix this weather. That's why we got sinuses. Yeah. The weather. <laughs> just a tad. Just a little. Just a little. Uh, but that's about it for that. Yeah. Uh, we we got a, a kind of a big review, I suppose. Yeah, something nobody's ever had. Yeah, we. <laughs> <laughs> if you're just not here because you've never heard of these products, welcome, welcome. <laughs> Thanks for being here. Uh, somehow, in how long I've been doing this for? Six, six years. Six years. Uh, we have never reviewed Buffalo Trace Bourbon or. Eagle Rare. How is that thing? And both of us have recently picked up bottles of those. Yeah. I got mine right here. And I got mine right here. Look at that. No stickers, nothing. Nothing. Just Just plain old Buffalo Trace. And plain old Eagle Rare. So. (laughs) They just shatter. Yeah, that would be funny. (laughs) Um, But when we were talking about this, I was thinking... Like how, I don't know, like these are kind of overlooked because I think people always go toward like Weller or they go toward the single barrel picks, but at the same time, people can't get them anyway because they're very allocated. Yeah. And I, I, I know that it's easy just to be like, oh, well, it's, you know, taters are freaking out. It's super popular. Yada, yada, yada. But I mean, even still, you just like you can't you can't find it at all. The Eagle Rare Eagle Rare was behind the counter when I was checking out and I saw it and I was like, I may as well. And this is I mean, this is supposed to be like 
Buffalo Trace is just like go to products, yeah. right? I mean, it's it's these are two of the products when you go to Buffalo Trace and do a tour that they offer at the tasting at the end of the tour. And you can't find them anywhere. Why is that? I don't think Is it hype? Yes. Here's my here's my thinking. I don't think that the bubble is as close to bursting as everybody makes it out to be. I I think we still have quite a ways to go because of the persistence and popularity of Buffalo Trace products. Not just Buffalo Trace products, but I, I think that they play a major part in the like taterdom of of bourbon right now. Um it's one of the more talked about brands. No, it's not the easiest to find, but because there is this, you know, there's still this clout around it, people still lose their minds. Yeah. They still go crazy. Yeah. That's not to say that I haven't walked into stores and seen, you know, cases of Buffalo Trace from time to time. But I'll go into the same store the next day and it's gone. It's gone. Yeah. You know, I mean, it, it there's not that shelf consistency, shelf life, I guess, that there used to be. No, I think that's a good point. That's a good way to say it. The shelf consistency, because Buffalo Trace is definitely not on the shelf like it used to be. Yeah. Eagle Rare, for the past couple of years, has been a... I feel like a once a month drop. Yeah. And they are the two low proof supposed to be ready to go. They're at the distillery, but it's like you you should just be able to walk into the store yeah. and get these. But uh, okay, here's the other thing too. <sighs> you can't make bourbon overnight. That's true. You know, ten years I mean, old. Yeah, and Buffalo Trace is supposed to be eight years old. Yeah, so it it, it doesn't happen on a whim. <laughs> you gotta be it's you gotta true. be patient. It's true. But look at other brands. How easy is it to go and get a Russell's ten year, Knob Creek nine year? You know, I don't know. I'm just comparing it. I'm just thinking about but, it. <clears throat> no, I, I know what you're saying. But I also think those are two brands that are not as widely celebrated or discussed in the way that Buffalo Trace products are. Oh, yeah, I, I would agree. You know, I mean, it, if, if we're talking on the weeded bourbon side of things, when was the last time you walked into a store and Weller Special Reserve was just sitting on the shelf? Never exactly, but Larceny's Larceny's there. Maker's Mark is there. I get it. Like there, there's so many other weeded bourbons that are just readily available, but you know people aren't losing their minds over it, right. or anything. No, but it, it. it it takes this like extra level of hype or discussion for people to latch onto it in the way that they have with Buffalo Trace. Yeah. I get it. it, and and I get I get tired of hearing so much about how great Buffalo Trace is. They have wonderful bourbons. 
there are just other bourbons that I think are better yeah. or that I prefer. Is that does that make anybody else's opinion invalid? No, of course not. But I do think that there is a very narrow, very narrow viewpoint that can be associated with the people who are either new to bourbon or think that they know so much about bourbon. But really, it's just Frankfurt. Right. <laughs> it's just what's coming out of, of Franklin County. Yeah. I don't know. I don't either. I don't know. I think the way I feel about it is these products to me are always good. They're not anything mind blowing. Yeah. But they're going to be good. And it just pisses me off that I can't just go to the store all the time and grab them. Like these two bottles, I want to be like daily drinkers. Okay. But, but why does it, why does that piss you off? Because like, have I, you not found a bourbon that is a suitable replacement for either of them? No, but I don't want... Why do I have to feel like I have to replace it, though? That's my thing. It's, I'm just saying, like, that's that's where we are right now. Yeah, but I don't want to replace it. I don't want to go... Okay, fair. That's what I'm saying. It's like, yeah. with the price and the proof and everything surrounding it, all yeah. that, like, I, it just pisses me off that this is not something that I can just always have. And maybe that's just me being sure. selfish and say, well, you could like, you know, whatever. Yeah, I could find a replacement. But I'm saying like, I would like to be able to just go and get Eagle Rare whenever I want to. I don't feel like this is like, you know, this should be as allocated as it is, is all I'm saying. Yeah. But yeah, I could go, I could go and get Russell's 10. I could go get, bottled in bonds and i mean at, at this point the playing field between eagle rare and russell's 10 is basically the same this this bottle of eagle rare was 50 dollars. yeah it was a 30 dollar bottle three years ago yeah no i get it yeah it just makes me mad i don't want to talk too much about price but i mean we ain't gonna talk about price everybody gets mad when we talk about price but yeah, these are these should be sub fifty dollar bottles, easily avail readily available, I guess you'd say. Yeah. And it makes me mad that they're not, because they used to be and now they're harder to get. Now they're more expensive, all that stuff. What would you <sighs> what would you rather see? Would you rather see an empty shelf at MSRP with a tag that says Eagle Rare Bourbon? Or a store that has it marked up for two or three times the price, but it's there. Well, because that's the reality of where we are in the bourbon market right now. I mean, I guess at the end of the day, I would rather see it sold out at the normal price than sit at triple the price. I have to agree. Um, and that's just, you know, early bird gets the worm. Sure. But I don't think this should be more than $50. Um, I don't think this should be more than $30, depending on the size you get. And this is a liter of Buffalo Trace, and you got it for probably 40 $37. Yeah, there we go. And, you know, a normal 750 is usually like, what, 28 27? I think so. Yeah, $28.99 sounds about right. Um, but that, we're not here to 
He's sick of it and all that. We're here. You to... are sick of it, though. I'm kind of sick of it. Yeah. I'm kind of sick of not being able to get Eagle Rare. The fact that you have to get it behind the counter <laughs> once a month. I'm kind of sick of that. It, it's just, it's a very strange landscape that, that we're observing right now. Um, especially considering the way that we have kind of postulated over how the bourbon market would change, uh, you know, based on conversations we had two or three or four years ago, um, expecting things to come back, not necessarily in full swing, but at least in greater capacity than they, they have been kind of sitting. Um, and yeah, I mean, here we are, it's still going like, maybe they'll have Buffalo Trace, but like not getting your hopes up about it. And, and not to take away from what you just said a little bit ago, but I am kind of sick of it. Um, of all the stuff, it's like, this is your alternative to this bottle and stuff like that. Like it would be nice to not have to have alternatives to your favorite pours. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I complete. I completely agree with that. I, I just, I think one of us is a little bit more adjusted to like the reality of it than the other. <laughs> I mean, you'll eventually get it. What's that supposed to mean? Well, you'll eventually adjust. <laughs> I hate. That. <laughs> I hate that. Like, yeah, well, when you're when you're grown up, you're gonna see what it. You know, you'll eventually get there. All right. No, I'm not adjusted, okay? (laughs) That's what I'm saying. Just give me Eagle Rare all the time. (laughs) All right. Well, we've we've chatted enough about it. Let's drink about it. Drink about it. Um, For anybody who doesn't really know, these are the same mash bills from Buffalo Trace. Uh, The Buffalo Trace bourbon traditionally has been around eight years old, uh, 90 proof. And the Eagle Rare has had, whether it's been front of the bottle or on the back on the label, uh, an age statement of 10 years old. Still 90 proof. Right? Right. Um, And why can't they say it's a single barrel? Wasn't there a whole thing where, like, they didn't clean the lines out, so it, like, mixed in and stuff? You ever hear about that? I don't know what you're talking about. Okay, never mind. I mean, a single barrel is technically the smallest batch you can have. I know, but there was like one thing. I've... Okay, all bourbon is all right. Risky, Let's not. Nope. Yeah, 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 yeah. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, smells like just classic cherry coke, cherry, vanilla. I don't care if you're sick of hearing cherry and vanilla. That's what it smells like. But does it blow your balls off? Uh, it tickles my balls. It tickles me. It doesn't blow me away, but I don't expect it to. But is this smell and taste like a quintessential classic bourbon? Yeah, it does. Mm-hmm. It 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 hits all of those just standard caramel, vanilla, oak bourbon flavors. But there there is still kind of this. It, it it I I have such strong associations with this bourbon and like being at Buffalo Trace. Yeah. This it is just, it's it reminds me of 
first getting into bourbon. It really does. It it's a there's a it's so nostalgic. It's a nostalgic factor that no matter how many times I have it, I go, Man, I remember when I first started drinking bourbon and it was like, Oh, I got a bottle of Buffalo yeah. Trace. It's just classic bourbon. Yeah. I mean, it's just it's just good, man. That's just what you want everybody to feel when they drink bourbon. Especially for the first time. It's so like bright and sunny mm. and just a yeah. warm day at the distillery and yeah. <laughs> you just come out of the rick house and you got the like angel share. You're like fumes going through your 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 sinuses. And Freddie looks up and goes, "That's the angel share." You're like, "I love you." Oh. <laughs> Will you be my dad? <laughs> yeah, sure. As he tells that to five other people. Yeah, exactly. Oh, it's just good. It's just classic. Yeah, it's not like I said. It's not going to just blow you away, but you're going to be happy. You're not. You're not going to be disappointed with anything. It's just classic bourbon. Yeah. Eagle Rare. Eagle Rare. God bless. It's good too. It's just it's a it's a darker. It it is literally the older brother. Yeah. Of Buffalo Trace. It's it's a little darker. A little more more mature. It's definitely rounder. Yeah. It's it is. We always talk about this oaky, grapey note. It is too. so grapey. It's just grapey through and through. Oh, very purple. Yeah, you smell this, taste this, you just think purple. Yeah, it it it's the perfect transition from. It is. It's if, the next step. It's the next step. It's, hey, oh. drink this, and now I'm going to give you a little walkthrough of what it's like when you get about, you know, two or three, four more years on a bourbon. It tastes cotton candy, grapey, a little bit of oak, and that's why it makes me so mad that I can't just get this whenever I want to. <laughs> Because it's so good. I don't see any reason to overpay for either either of these. No, they're not. That's what I mean. That's what makes me mad is because, yeah, we talk about allocated bourbons. But when we talk about that, we talk about like special releases. Like, you know, once a year this or batch this, batch that. It makes me mad that these are just normal products and we can't get them. Yeah. These get placed in the same allocation orders as all this other stuff. They're so good, but they are still just, you know, 90 proof regular bourbons. Yeah. Give me this stuff <clears throat> all the time. That's all I'm asking for, Harlan. <laughs> I'm calling him out. I know he doesn't have anything to do with that. I don't know. I don't know. He might now. <laughs> I'm sorry, because the whiskey, because the whiskey mutant called him out on it. I know he doesn't have nothing to do with that, <laughs> but it's so good. This, these two products are so good, and I wish 
that I never had to worry about not having them, but you do. Yeah. Even now, Buffalo Trace, which was easier to get than Eagle Rare before, both of these, you don't know if it's even going to be available at your local store, at least here in Kentucky. Yeah. Harlan. <laughs> I'm fine. Everything's fine. <laughs> do do we want to go through and do the full nose palette finish price? I, I think we could do a quick version of those. Okay. Um. So nose palette finish price for anybody who doesn't know is our regular review system here on the podcast. Each category is out of five. Final score is out of twenty. Um. Roughly on on the BT. I'd I'd give it a thirteen to fourteen out of twenty. Um, fourteen and a half out of twenty. Um, I think that I don't. I would never encourage anybody to pay mm. more than MSRP for either one of these. I mean, BT twenty five to thirty five dollars, depending on the size. Get it? It's solid. It's great for neat. It's great for mixing. It should be available and on your bar at all times. Yeah, 14 and a half. Eagle Rare? 16. I think... I'll go 15 and a half. I think Eagle Rare, you see it for 35 to 45. 10-year mm-hmm. bourbon. I don't know if you're going to anymore, though. What? I'll see it for that price? Yeah. But isn't that what it's supposed to be? I don't know. I think I think the MSRP is like fifty dollars now. Uh forty nine ninety nine. I would keep it the same. I wouldn't pay any anything over that. I think this is an amazing pour. And I just wish that I could always have it. And I can't. Because it's just not it's just not reality. Yeah. Do you want to know what, um, this is separate from actually reviewing these. My favorite, maybe my favorite beer and bourbon pairing is Buffalo Trace and Sam Adams Oktoberfest. Really? Yeah. They are kindred spirits. Nice. You have an Oktoberfest? No, not with me. Okay. Never Sorry. Mind. I was gonna next time. I was gonna review that. Yeah. <laughs> you just you just chug the beer. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Burp like Buddy the Elf and go. Did you hear that? I guess we should blend them together. I guess so. I mean, it's just gonna be nine year old. It's just Buffalo be the ultimate version of both. Yeah. It just smells like <laughs> it smells like the same thing. It smells like. Those muffins that have the the cherry or the strawberry and the grape, yeah, or in the in the blueberry in there, yeah, the multi berry. What is it? Very berry. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know things, man. It's just good. It is. It is good. I think I would prefer the Eagle Rare. I think, but I'm not upset about the Buffalo Trace. I think if you see both of them and you can only yeah. buy one, get the Eagle Rare. It's more rounded. Um. Either way, call me Harlan. 
<laughs> Let's talk. <laughs> that sounds like you're threatening to beat him up after school. I'm not. I just want to talk to him. You know where I am. I just want to talk to him. I feel like we okay. could connect. All right. Set it up. You think he's an anime fan? Yeah. No doubt. <laughs> I know where his favorite one is, by the way. Oh, really? Yeah. What is it? I'm not allowed to say. Kamigakyo. I'm Eric, and I know things that I can't talk about with people. I'm in trouble. Uh, we got some barrel rings to get to this week. This is the segment of the show where you can call or text in, and we'll see what you got for us. We'll read it out or listen to it on the show. That number, though, is 859-428-8253. Those last four digits. Um, our first, uh, our first message, it's a text from, uh, one recently fallen off the bandwagon or fallen off the wagon, I suppose, uh, because dry January is over for this individual, Tony bag of donuts. Uh, he made he, it. He was having a great time last night. Not, not like a time where he was just going too hard. Out of his mind. No, he was losing his backpack. No. Oh. Anyway, uh, he said, hey, hey, it's February, baby. I'm on beer number two waiting on Perry to go live so I can have my first bourbon of 2024. He waited for me to go live that's somebody for waits. his first bourbon of the year. That's somebody waits. I shut up. <laughs> what a month it was. Discovered Guinness non-alcoholic beer Bloody Mary's Guinness. Huh? I don't understand this, Tony. Sorry. Discovered Guinness N.A. non-alcoholics beer bloody marys and that if i put my mind to it i can do anything for a month <laughs> uh super happy cheers to you all and one last thing for anyone who didn't know it was me who wrote the night of new rhythmus that felt good to get off my chest love you all geez the beer is already kicking in dang he's letting everybody know yeah damn we got we got <laughs> can't even talk here yeah, yeah, yeah. We got a, we got a couple of messages as well. Hey guys, what's up, Jared? And hey, look at that voicemail still not fixed. Liar. We'll fix Liar. it today. Uh, anyways, I got a Star Wars beef that I want to air to you guys. So I know you guys will get it and have input. And essentially, that the force, uh, the power of the force, is wildly inconsistent across all the various Star Wars projects. Like, if you watch episodes four, five, six, like the original trilogy, yeah, Obi-Wan and Vader and even the Emperor, they were doing some kind of cool stuff, but not, there wasn't that much going on. Episodes one, two, three, it gets obviously more intense and the Jedi and their heyday and the Sith and Obi-Wan and uh, Anakin are all the Jedi are doing cooler stuff, but still, you know, in the realm of that. Then you get the J.J. Abrams project, and suddenly you got Kylo Ren stopping blast arounds in midair and just going about his business for five minutes, just not even paying attention to it, which that was unheard of. And you got Ray, who's just like, you know, I'm going to teach myself mind control real quick so I can escape from this, uh, this prison. And, uh, yeah, I got that, you know. And, you know, Luke had to run around in the jungle with the greatest Jedi of all time for a long time before he can, like, even move a rock. Ray's like, no, nah, I can do this. Um, and then Obi-Wan, you got, uh, Darth Vader just holding back a starship. That was impossible back in the day. Um, so then, yeah, now I'm watching Rebels, and we got Ezra's just, you know, casually learning the Force as a teenager, and then 
him and Kanan are just flinging each other around whenever they have to escape from somewhere. Or Ezra's like, and then we talk to this animal real fast. No, he's cool. So, I don't know. I don't like it. Um, I, it just seems wildly inconsistent. It just kind of whatever whatever fits the storytelling of that project, it seems like. I don't know. It annoys me. Pet peeve. So, discuss. <laughs> That's how he ended it. Discuss. Discuss. Well, the force is very non-consistent between users because of how strongly they are to the force. It also depends on who they were trained by. So, yes, you could see Kylo Ren doing all that stuff because he was trained by Luke, who we only saw a little bit of what Luke could do, and he didn't start learning the force until he was like a teenager. But then once he learned more, he could teach Kylo from a young age up to that. Um, every force user has like a special connection to the force. So that's why you will see one person being able to talk to animals or stuff like that, or see the future or an echo, which if you know, in the games you can do force echoes and stuff like that. Um, I could see if you were just looking at it from movie to movie, to series, to series, and just looking off of the kind of just, what you can see. I mean, he's he's not wrong in that capacity though. Well, it's true. I mean, I've never thought of it that way. I just thought of it as, you know, one person is stronger than the other. So I don't know. Well, here's as, as far as like the relationship between Obi-Wan and Luke goes, my assessment of that is Obi-Wan spent, how long shutting himself off from the force years and years and years right yeah and you know i I mean basically basically like 12 years um so he he finally like re reconnects with the force as a result of seeing that there was still good to be done however I mean, I don't. I don't feel like force wielding is the same thing as riding a bike. <laughs> I think that there are parts of it that you do kind of forget if you haven't used it. But there's also that opportunity to learn more. And and you know, I think about the way that maybe maybe Luke knew how to force project um, before he reconnected during um, Last Jedi. Well, I think at the same know. point too is. I think some people are naturals and some people sure. aren't. Yeah. What what I was going to what, what I was really trying to get at though between Obi-Wan and Luke is that um Obi-Wan had all of this like intense experience with the Force where, you know, he was surrounded by it and and lived through it but then shut himself off and maybe had time to like reevaluate what it meant to be a force wielder. Yeah. And so the way that he taught Luke was not necessarily as a way to, and maybe he, he was afraid of in, in encouraging too many uh, or too much exposure to the force with Luke, because he knew what would happen to him based on his father's reaction yeah. to it. You know, I, I mean, the, the, for the force is easily manipulated as power by people and if you're looking at you know the lineage 
of a family, you're probably imagining, well, this kid could also become a, a Sith or a dark side yeah. user if I teach him the wrong things. I mean, it, I, I, I think it makes sense within the context of it, but I understand that like inconsistency critique. Yeah. Um, but I also mean, like, you know, they weren't, they weren't able to do as much during the seventies and eighties with it, <laughs> special effects. It is a, it is a fictional story. Jared. <laughs> Um, but also like, like Kanan and Ezra, Kanan saw everything bad happen to his masters and all that. So he kind of showed himself off and then you get Ezra, who's kind of like a little prodigy. So he doesn't, you know, he's probably, Ezra is incredibly gifted. And then same with the same with Ray. I mean, she was a Palpatine. I was going to say her grandfather could shoot lightning out of his fingertips. And somehow he returned. Yeah, somehow. But also science may never know. It's fictional story, Jared. It's not real. All right. Don't have any fun with it. I love Star Wars. Uh, I love Jared and I love giving him shit about this right now. <laughs> <laughs> uh Jared's got another one. Another one? Well, that one was sent in as we were finishing up last DJ week. DJ Khaled? Another one. Another one. God did. Can't stand DJ Khaled. You get out of here. I love DJ Khaled. No, he's a moron. No, he's not. Yes, he is. What? Have you ever watched his Hot Ones interview? Have you ever seen the shoes he designs? He probably has other people do it for him. No, not when it comes to shoes. Don't get on DJ Khaled. Okay, he's got one thing. Don't get on him like that. He's a good guy. No, he's not. Have you ever seen him at his kids' performances? And he stuff? actually has kids. Yes, he's a he's a dad. Really? Yeah, and he goes all out to make sure his kids like like are doing the best and like they have the great performances. He's like his kid was like all nervous and came down and he did a whole show with them to make sure that they were like confident nice. and stuff. Yeah. That's really cool. Another one. He's still. Never mind. Hey, what's up, guys? It's Jared here. I'm uh, rested and refreshed from uh, coming back from three incredible days of skiing out in Park City, Utah this week. And oh, so imagine crazy. my surprise when uh, I was getting caught up in the podcast this morning. And then Pop Chickawawa, you, are, you uh, actually talked about that Mormon practice of uh, soaking, which is the, the punchline of many jokes we told while in, in Park City, <laughs> uh, typically while dealing with their the incredibly moments. frustrating and archaic alcohol laws in utah it's, it's ridiculous uh but yeah so i learned about soaking uh twice this week uh though we hadn't heard about the version where a third person is shaking the bed to provide that motion so i'm gonna have to update my buddies on that one um yeah it uh it never ceases to amaze me the number of religious people that think they can find these loopholes and then uh, when they get to heaven god's just gonna be like ah you got me you son of a bitch good call on that technicality come on in uh, no, it doesn't end well for my kids when they try and pull that crap with me. And I, I don't get the impression that uh, God will be uh, any different. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, it was a good week. Uh, fantastic skiing. Uh, I'm still catching up on the podcast. So uh, hopefully there's no surprises waiting for me today. And, uh, yeah, hope everyone's been well. See you. <laughs> the liquor laws in Utah are insane. I, um, I feel like I've read some of them. but I went... When I went there for work last year, 
the hotel that we were staying in. How does Jason and Natalie get around all this stuff? Well, I mean, they have like stores and everything. They can... What do you mean? What do you mean? They're not bootleggers. Jason is. Oh, you're right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the hotel was not allowed to serve liquor by the drink unless it was mixed in. Oh yeah, to something. I remember you telling me about yeah. this. So I had to go and like buy a bottle of Turkey One Hundred One. Could you say, give me a bourbon and coke shot in a chaser? But yeah, like that. Yeah, I I don't know. Weirdos. I didn't. I didn't. <laughs> I didn't busy myself with that. Uh, but I mean, you could still buy beer and wine, just not hard liquor. Soaking, soaking. We talked about soaking on Pop Chicka Wow Wow last week. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> if you want to learn more and not ruin your Google search history, subscribe for five dollars a month on or the Patreon. Ruin it. <laughs> And we got one more message from our buddy Bill. The Google subscriber you called is not available. Please leave a message after the tone. Beep. What's up, boys? This is your boy Bill. <laughs> I am leaving at Jack Daniels right now, heading over to your favorite and mine. Dickle, dickle, dickle. Oh, he's Man, Jack Daniels is a cool place. That's a pretty nice place. Um, did you guys know about the Tennessee Whiskey Trail? Like, you start that up, and they actually give you a poker chip for every distillery you visit. I mean, that's pretty slick. Tennessee did it right there. Just saying. Anyways, I hope you guys are doing great. I don't have any fun facts. I have some things in my mind, but I'm driving. I can't think straight. It's fine. It's cool. Whatever. It is what it is. Uh, you guys saw the picture of me and my, 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 my get-up. For my award ceremony, oh, yeah, your boy baby. won you good. an employee so of the good, year dude. award. You look anyway, good, except your socks. Enough of boasting about me. Um, yeah, that was it. I just want to say hi. I need to keep the streak going um, because if I don't, people get mad at me for it. Yeah. I and do. Uh, if you uh, hot tip, if you didn't know, your boy has this fun YouTube channel called Hanging with Bill, where he, he has been um, rating chicken nuggies. Yeah. Yeah, I'm all over it. Get on it. All right, boys. It's good seeing you. Love you all. Talk to you soon. Talk to you soon. All right. Peace out. Bill's in Tennessee. Bill's in Tennessee, yeah. Um, Damn. I mean, that's close to us. Right I, I mean, he could he could come up and sleep on your couch if you wanted him to. Yes, ask April about that. <laughs> I God. already asked her. She said it's fine. Okay. Come on. Come on, Bill. Come on, Bill. He bounced down the stairs. They're like, did you get a time machine? <laughs> Parkour is down the stairs <laughs> with a pack of smokes. <laughs> I'll be like, yeah. Is this your pack? Is this your pack? <laughs> High proof hot takes. High proof hot takes. What you got for me this week, Eric? Well, I don't know. Don't do alcohol podcasts with your kids. <laughs> That's true. Kids are not supposed to be on bourbon-related content, and that's not calling anybody out or anything. No, that's, that's um, actually calling myself out. Go on the Patreon to find out what yeah. we were talking about. <laughs> uh, I don't know, man. Just people just need to chill out. I mean, I'm all about like 
not treating anybody differently or worse, but like, I feel like now even like the most sincere person can't even be funny or joke around about things without getting persecuted. And it kind of sucks. It kind of sucks not being able, always having to worry about what you talk about. Yeah. That's all I have to say. That's just stuff I've seen lately. Um, I say be kind to yourself. Be kind. Be patient with yourself be as well. Um, I was I was listening to a podcast recently, and um, they were talking about therapy and uh, trying to better themselves and everything. And uh, they brought up this this quote, um, which was from the new Spider Man game. Balance isn't a, a goal. Yeah. It's a process. Damn, that's hard. It's a great, it's a great, great mantra yeah. to live by. It's better than I don't want to be Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> I don't feel like Spider-Man. You should always strive to be Spider-Man. I don't want to swing backwards. I don't want to be Spider-Man today. <laughs> Tips and bits. Tips and bits. Did you read, uh, speaking of Spider-Man, did you read uh, Ultimate Spider-Man? I have not. Well, screw you. <laughs> I haven't had a chance. I, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm going to. Um, tips and bits. Uh, Popeye's chicken nuggets are great. Yeah, right? Um, Perry just got me some of those. That's how we got through this recording session. Yes. Um, you think oh, I'm joking? <laughs> no, it's true. Uh, I don't really have... I've been it's so weird. I don't really have anything either. This I've week. been so busy with just like home life and like work and like uh, school. I'm in I'm in a class. I won't go into that, but I haven't really had the chance to do anything extra lately. My extra has been like going up the banners and having a drink and yeah, stuff like that. I I, I mean I've just kind of been listening to like. All the stuff, music, that I, and all the normal podcasts, the normal music, nothing new, yeah. nothing I haven't said before. Um, I will say there there was one. There's like one video, um, that really stands out on YouTube that I I watched recently. Um, it was from a creator that goes by Chuppel, C H U P P L. Chuppel, okay, and. The title of the video is why the FBI is trying to find this TikToker or arrest this TikToker or something like that. The story is crazy. Really? I, oh my gosh. It's it's like a 30 minute watch. It's not like true crimey or like gory or anything. It's just a really bizarre story. Where like you can kind of figure out what's going on early, early in the story, but it's uh, it's wild, man. Chuppel, Chuppel, Chuppel. Go check out that video. Sounds um, like, it sounds like a scary movie for kids. Yeah, like, right. Chuppel's coming to get you. <laughs> Chuppel's Funhouse. Chuppel Part Two. <laughs> I don't have anything else. You know what I have? I know what you got. I got a recommendation. AIDS. Twenty twenty four. There's a cure. <laughs> Magic Johnson. He was in uh, Danville. I know. Last week. Tal got it. 
You know what else you can get? You're you can a- get bonus content at <laughs> patreon.com slash podcast for as little as a dollar a month. You can support the show, but at $5, you get all the bonus stuff. You get <sighs> Pop Chica Wow Wow. You get Sampler Irresistible. You get Pours from the Floor. You get this episode uncut. You get the pregame chats. That's a lot for a little. That's what I'm going to say. It's a lot for a little. Patreon.com slash podcast. Um, if you want to get some merch, uh, things that just say this is my burn podcast, lean back, baby. Lean back. I'm tired. Well, I can tell. <laughs> all, <laughs> all the energy has just been. <laughs> Bourbonshop.com. Get some merch. Uh, if you want to send us an email, you can send an email to this is my burn shop at gmail.com. If you want to go to social media, you can follow the show at My Bourbon Pod. You can follow me at Whiskey Mutant. You can follow Perry at PRitter1792. You can go over to Facebook. You can join the Facebook group. This is My Bourbon Podcast Facebook group. Answer some questions. We'll let you in. And that's where you get all the show updates. And when we start getting ready for the live show, you'll get all the updates there. Um... You can get this episode video versioned over on YouTube. Like, comment, subscribe. Do all the things that help us out. You already heard how to be on the show earlier. You can leave a voicemail or a text at 859-428-8253. Do that. Um, we have a uh, P.O. Box that you can send us samples to. Or P.O. Box 22609, Lexington, Kentucky, 40522. That's what he just said. Rewind it back if you didn't hear it the first time. <laughs> um, and then just tell everybody about us. Send us stuff. Send people letters. Send people... Love. Love. Send everybody everything. I love love. I love love. I'm a flavor of love. Oh, yeah. I am. Flavor of Flavor Flav, baby. That does it for this week's episode. Thank That's you all episode. so much. Double for the fun, double everything this week. Double Eagle. Double Eagle, very rare. Yeah. Remember that time we got double Eagle? That, that decanter? Yeah. Yeah, I should have brought that. You should have brought that. Yeah, I should have. You should put this in that. Ooh, I'm going to do that. I bet you some people would think it's the real deal. Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. Thank you for supporting the show. Thank you for telling your friends. Thank you for leaving a review. Uh, please leave a review. We would love for that to Five stars, be one star. Doesn't uh, matter. Doesn't matter. Do it. It helps us out. We'll see you all real soon. Until next time, though, I'm Perry. I'm Eric. And this is my bourbon podcast. <laughs>